From the protectors of the Internet, the Wisconsin Internet Crimes Against Children Task Force, it's the PKO Podcast with Carl and Dana. Welcome to the PKO Podcast, presented by the Wisconsin Department of Justice, Wisconsin Internet Crimes Against Children Task Force. I'm Carl. And I'm Dana. Carl changed our settings and it threw me off because now it beeps when we start and it sounds like I'm leaving a voicemail. (laughs) (laughs) You've reached the PKO Podcast. Please leave a message message. after the town. Okay. I know you've been waiting for our joke. Are you ready for it? I am pumped. To get started here. Why did the duck stick his leg into a computer? Duck, leg, and computer, duck. It's got to be quack, um, <laughs> CD, CD, um, no idea. He wanted to have webbed feet. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Cross that one off. Uh, Is this going down as one of the favorite like so a couple episodes ago we talked about how you have people that comment on how awesome your jokes are (laughs) this is going to be like a top three i'll see what i get for feedback (laughs) but okay so today we're going to be talking about i think um as we roll into kind of fall here or you know mid-fall with october and internet safety month um I think it's important to kind of talk about one of the most common questions we get which is what are the risky apps out there Right. Right. And so we're going to address this in a very non-popular way, which is we don't talk about specific apps most of the time other than to talk about like safety settings within them. Right. And there's a reason that we don't do that. Well, what is that reason, Dana? (laughs) (laughs) So it's important to know that, you know, our kids are going to be on different apps. And if you're concerned about them talking to strangers or online predators or that sort of thing, they're going to follow the apps that the kids are on. So we don't want to do a disservice by focusing on a specific app and missing out on other ones that maybe have new functionalities that we haven't been talking about before. It is crazy how when we, through the Department of Justice, uh, the ICAC task force, when we get our cyber tips sent to us, uh, these new apps pop up that we we don't hear of until we get the cyber tips on them. We're like, holy smokes, that is whatever this app is. And then we go check it out and we have to play with it. Um, and so it is hard. It's hard for us to keep up on it. Mm-hmm. Not to mention hard for the parents to keep up on it. Mm-hmm. So I get your flow. And it, it might not be a popular app just because we start getting reports on it. It could be brand new. That's right. why we're getting reports on it. Right. So I think what we do when we go out and talk about this kind of stuff, we will talk about a few specific apps just because they're very popular. So your Snapchat, your Instagram, um, that Carl's quickly becoming a star on. I love it. <laughs> um, that sort of thing. But mostly we talk about the different functions that the apps have because it's more important to talk to your kids about what they're doing on the app. So right. does that app involve live streaming? Does that app right. involve, you know, um, sharing anonymous, you know, posts or, or secrets or whatever you want to call it? Right. It A lot of it, has to do with, again, how we preach on here, and we've preached in so many different episodes, sitting down with your child and understanding what they're doing on their device, whether it's the the iPhone or the Android phone or the iPad or the Kindle or whatever your your child is on, Chromebook, whatever it is, it's understanding what they're doing when they're clicking those buttons. So mm-hmm. um, no matter what the app is, I guess. That's one way to look at it. Yeah. So I guess a way to describe this is let's let's talk about Instagram. We had an episode about Instagram somewhat recently. And if I'm going to go out and talk about the different um, types of apps, let's say, 
So Instagram can be used to share photos. That's maybe its primary function. Right. And then they came out with an kind of an instant messaging function so you could chat. Right. And then they came out with a live streaming function, right? All right. And um, I don't, I'm sure it does more that I'm not aware of. But you can see how it, it kind of crosses those different classifications. So you have to be talking to your child about, well, what are you doing on there now? Like, what is that allowing you to do? And who are you talking to when you're doing that live streaming? Or um, what types of things do you share? Show me what you're sharing on there. I think, you know, we, we beat it to death already in our other episodes. But Snapchat's a great example of mm-hmm. how they have evolved so drastically so quickly. And, you know, the biggest thing that's still... I'm concerned with is the snap maps mm-hmm. thing and um, just throwing your location out there and then throwing your video, your, your photos out there on that snap for everybody to see is, is a thing, you know, so did we talk about the um, my eyes only in Snapchat? No. <laughs> do you know about it? No. <laughs> okay. See, so, here's another thing. Right. And so this is one of the things I do talk about as a, is a risky type of app out there. And that's the, um, the vault apps. Yeah, right? absolutely. So there are types of apps that you can hide content in, and it might mask itself as a different type of app, a calculator, for instance, a folder. And we don't talk about specific ones because by the time we know about them, there's probably a new one. There's new ones. Yeah. And there's a lot out there. Yep. Um, but that's why it's important to know what types of apps your kids are downloading and have that kind of parental approval stuff in place. But so Snapchat now has this My Eyes Only function where you can save content into either your role or or your memories or your um, your My Eyes Only section. And then hmm. you can actually password protect it as well. So really? it gives you those options. Yeah. So I don't have to lose my Snapchats anymore. <laughs> that's awesome. And you can lock it's them not up awesome. if you need to. But Yeah. So, I didn't know that. Yeah, and that's why we talk about knowing about the new updates that are coming out there. And these apps are constantly trying to um, kind of compete, I guess. Oh, yeah, absolutely. For popularity. And so they're going to keep coming out with these types of things that they see, especially younger users, um, liking. Right. And understand now that Snapchat is so popular, much like Facebook, understand that at some point, the kids are going to go away from Snapchat, too, because Snapchat parents are starting to get more involved with. Mm-hmm. Much like Facebook, remember a few episodes back when mm-hmm. we said, well, we're not, when we interviewed the two teenagers, we don't go on Snapchat because we don't want our parents or grandparents even to see what we're doing on it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, face, you know, you could have the Facebook effect with Snapchat or even Instagram at some point. So sure. then they're going to move to WeChat or whatever the, the hot one is, yep. you know. And that's exactly right. And that's why we don't tend to talk about specific apps other than maybe what's popular or what people are seeing in their areas, because sometimes that's how we learn about new apps that are popular in a certain region or school district or something um, is by people telling us that that's what's being used. Right. And especially with, you know, we're into the school year starting and the Chromebooks that the schools are putting out and the new apps and the whole world of technology for those teenagers or young teenagers that are not exposed to a lot of uh, technology. You know, one thing we, we, we kind of fight with a little bit in, in with some parents is we don't want our kids to be exposed to it so we don't get them a smartphone. We don't do this because they're not, we don't feel they're old enough. Yet in seventh grade when they're 13, they're getting a Chromebook. Mm-hmm. So... In some ways, you get to try to help or get that curiosity out of their system, I guess, by getting them a smartphone and controlling that before they get on another device like a Chromebook and whatever. You know? <laughs> right. But still. Uh, you know, maybe. But the other thing, too, is that you can just stay more involved with what they're doing with that Chromebook. That's my thought of the day, Dana. Oh, okay. <laughs> 
the important thing is just that you're you're um, talking about tech together. It's Correct. a big part of their lives. But so. and you're not overwhelming them. You're right. not you're not all of a sudden throwing this technology at them and then here they go. Mm-hmm. You know, granted, you know, in a lot of places, giggle is is uh, you know monitors that stuff, but. Mm-hmm. It starts with you as a parent. You know, I have my Wi-Fi locked down. I, I had to go to extraordinary measures because not only did, because he figured out, a you know, remember we did a couple episodes ago, we did on the on the app uh, where you could the download the, yeah, the restriction mm-hmm. app. Yep. So I did that. Mm-hmm. He figured out a way to beat that. For I, anybody that oh, is yeah. new to this, this is Carl's kiddo. Yeah, yeah, my mm-hmm. son. Mm-hmm. Uh, he figured out how to beat that. Mm-hmm. Where all you have to do, and I maybe I shouldn't spoil it. No, alert. don't say how. Um, you have to but do anyway, it. he beat that. Yeah. So here I'm scratching my head at it, but I got him because I got his device, his IP address with his with his port locked into my Wi-Fi. So every time he logs onto my Wi-Fi with his device, it mm-hmm. goes to that one spot, right? That one IP address. So I got that IP address locked down after nine o'clock. No <laughs> more. What internet goes to that to Good. that device? So see, there are constant challenges out there, and it, we just have to is. figure out how to parent yes. those. Oh my gosh, yeah. you have to stay up on it. Yeah. You really do. But there are ways to do it. We just have to kind of research them and figure them out. Right. And if you're struggling with a certain challenge, please feel free to reach out to us. We're happy to Absolutely. try to look into that and figure something out. If we haven't experienced it professionally, I'm telling you right now, <laughs> I probably experienced it personally. So, so it'll help you too. Yeah, but, but he, I mean, he's a good kid, but it's. Yeah. Uh, He's smart. He's smart with technology. Yeah, and they all are. They're really good with it. So that's why we don't talk about the specific apps, though, kind of roundtable here. Right. Um, but it's good to do those parental approvals so that you know what they're downloading and you can look at um, research them a little bit. You can look at commonsensemedia.com to right. do that research. It's a really good app that provides those parent reviews and, and kind of a synopsis of the app's um, functions and that sort of thing. Um, and you can always connect with us at protectkidsonlinewi.gov. And if you're not familiar with Common Sense Media, um, we, you can do, we have one of the episodes where uh, we talked to Merv from yeah. Common Sense Media. Feel free to go back and, and review that. Yep. He's got some great insight on, on what the, the capabilities of that is, too, and, and what they have to offer. Common Sense Media is an amazing group. So yep, absolutely. good to work with. Yeah, so connect with us on our website. Follow us on Facebook. Um, send us messages about what kids in your area are using or things that you'd like to hear more about. We want to stay in touch. As always, stay safe.